G'day, g'day, g'day. I'm Daniel. And I'm Garrett. And we're your hosts of Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we were inspired by the recent drama on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and the bold spirit of Ariana Grande's new single, Yes And. We're tackling the tough stuff. How do rumors and outside noise affect us? And more importantly, how do we say yes and to these challenges and our own stories? The rumors. The nastiness. That I can say about her husband. husband. (laughs) I mean, who has not heard that remix? The rumors. The nastiness. The the rumors. rumors, The the nastiness. Okay, so Meredith Marks on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has instantly become a gay pop icon because her hit single, Rumors, the the Nastiness, after Lindsay Lohan, is taking over TikTok. It is actually a catchy little single. I think it like low-key hits. It's kind of funny. I love it, actually. So... The rumors, I think, was like, uh, you know, to be honest, it was the best finale of a Real Housewives fa- franchise ever. Everyone was talking about it. What's Why is this on? trending? Who's Monica? Who's Reality Vontese? Right. I needed to know all these answers. I needed to know the rumors. And I mean, if these cast members do not win an Emmy, because uh-huh. I mean, it's that level of a production and it th- was a movie. One of the women on the show, Heather, she like fully presented all her case and she did all the research and she had her private that investigator. That was the receipts. Timelines. Timelines. Proof. She she came and served it. We can't say too much, but if you want to see. If you haven't see, seen it by now, this is your own fault. I'm right, going to tell you everything right, right now because she reveals who Reality Vontese is and is one of the cast members on the show. And it's like a mole has infiltrated the group. That's right. And talked all this shit about them and spread all these lies and all these rumors and just built up the drama of it. But I think throughout the entire season of season four, a lot of the women kind of threatened everyone in the show about rumors or do you want me to talk about the husband? It was a constant theme throughout the season about they've heard this and they've heard that and they can come out publicly and say all these things to essentially defame or like ruin someone's reputation. But before we get into the rumors and the nastiness, be sure to like, subscribe and follow Modern Gaze and leave us a five-star review on any podcast platform that helps us reach more LGBTQ plus people and make a greater impact. Us gays, we just know how to do stuff. Well, what about modern gays? That's easy. Modern gays do everything. Coming from like a dancer background, creative background, mm-hmm. were there any like rumors or people just spreading gossip about these choreographers or that dancer or these people? Like, Ooh. was there a lot of that kind of cattiness or yeah. shit talking? I feel like the industry is pretty filled with rumors and nastiness, especially nastiness. Really? Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Like, I don't know. Are people like, oh, how did they book that job? They must have done something. People are always assuming that there is an ulterior motive in terms of how someone got that job. Absolutely. I felt a bit pressured within the industry, I guess, to build deeper, meaningful relationships with these choreographers and producers and directors to, I guess, get a job. Yeah. Um, But I don't think I had ever... I never speculated a rumor or a nasty situation. You never helped spread a bad rumor. No. 
And I don't think any rumors were spread around me in the dance industry. That you know of. That I know of. In our episode, Standing Tall, where we talked about tall poppy syndrome and effects of cutting other people down, gossip and rumors play a big part in that because people's jealousy starts to take over, Mm -hmm. people's envy starts to take over, and they start making shit up to validate why you had certain opportunities over others. Especially within the gay community. I feel like a lot of the gays love a rumor and a nastiness. Like, I feel like there's so many rumors. I feel like we know how to spread the tea. And that's a part of it. But some of it's lighthearted and friendly and a lot of it isn't. I don't like rumors. Yeah. I think it's a rumor and it's potentially false information that someone can be really swayed to believe. Yeah. Which is sad because it's a rumor. Well... Talking about what inspired this show and the rumors and the nastiness, I want to read I you. I can't take you seriously with that accent. <laughs> the rumors. So Meredith Marks yes, Meredith. on Salt Lake City, Real Housewives, she was a couple drinks in having a fight with another woman in the cast. And she was just really, really, really upset. She stormed off and she steps outside no, and she, she has said, a conversation. You can leave. And then she didn't leave and she did not leave. And that even kind of enraged her more. So she runs outside. Um, she hit boiling point. She hit boiling point And she says, if I want to go for the jugular and talk about the rumors and the nastiness about her, who can do that? You know what? <laughs> you want me to go there? You want me to talk about her husband? I want you to go there. <laughs> and then that was like the start of all of this kind of speculation of like, what's, what about her husband? What's going on? What's about the family? And then later on in the episodes, the rumors came out and the speculation was that Angie's husband was cheating on her with other men in Salt Lake city and having sex. And all the men who were having sex with Angie's husband were, were talking about talking it, about how amazing it was. It was. <laughs> That's hot. But seriously, <laughs> Angie's husband, when he heard about all of this, wasn't at all affected by the gay rumors, which was really, really, really incredible. It was actually more of like, this is actually just the infidelity and me breaking your trust. And I don't want my daughter to know about all of this because this is terrible. Right. So that rumor that Meredith said that she had heard had such a negative impact to Angie's husband and Angie and their daughter and their family dynamic. It was the beginning of a series of events Mm -hmm. that led to some pretty shocking and pretty harmful revelations. Absolutely. In this whole show, Real Housewives, they all talk about, do you want me to go there? Do you want me to talk about this? What's going on with you and your husband? That also happened in Beverly Hills, remember, with Lisa Renner and Kim. Yeah, and then it also happened Don't you bring my husband into this. And then she broke a glass. She broke the glass. Cut a bitch. They were just like poking and prodding, trying to get her to say that she's Mm -hmm. been having marital problems with Mm -hmm. Mauricio. And they really come for the married ones, huh? They come for the married ones. Do you think it's because people are trying to tear others down and break them apart? I think that when you make yourself public Mm -hmm. and you're either public in the sense of like you're on a reality television show or if you're public on Instagram or social media. Yeah. Say you're running like your life is quite open or you're sharing a lot of your life and your stories. It opens up people to have a lot of opinions and they have no idea what's Mm. going on. Right. When these people are saying they've got rumors or they've got information, it really leads the other people in a group or in a friendship group or in a situation to believe that information is true. Right. And then it creates this false perception of the other person or of their family or of their husband in a negative way, which is not good. It paints them very bad. Very, very bad. Blocker, blocker, blocker. 
Rock. We talked about this a little bit in our last episode where everyone has their own story mm-hmm. and you may not really know their full story, but you have a lot of judgment or you have a lot of ideas of what you think happened or how they got to where they got to or mm-hmm. how they became who they became, but you don't really know all of it, right? Correct. And the people that do really know all of it are the people who are living that life and that are Absolutely. experiencing it. Amen. And the things I think that happen in someone's life that inspire others to start generating talk and gossip and rumors and speculation are from both positive and negative events in someone's life. All right. Well, let's break that down. Why are they positive and negative? So like, say you got a promotion at work, say you're making more money. So you bought a house, you bought a new car, right? Some things are financial and material and other people can see that and start questioning. How'd you make your money? Where'd they get the money? Where'd you get that? Oh, did you, you inherited that from your parents or someone helped you? Or have only fans or they're like, what did you have to do for that? Correct. And that was a part of the speculation in one of the episodes of Housewives where they said that she had to go around doing sexual favors to get her tequila company That's off right. the ground. Yes. And it's just like, it's so wild and so insane, but it's somehow repeated enough that people start to talk about it and not that they believe it, but they almost kind of want to hurt you. Right. I also feel like that's a good point because as soon as something comes out publicly, that just gives people the inf- the information that they needed to create group chats and create speculation and then talk about the drama and the rumors even more. And even on negative things where people are going through breakups or they've ha- filed for bankruptcy or they're getting divorces. Or they're going to jail. Or they're going to jail. Like Jen Shaw. Yeah. People start talking and have a lot of opinions, especially in breakups. Like what happened? How did it break out? Who, who was the one that fucked up? Constant who- rumors, rumors, rumors. Yeah. And then there's a lot of judgment and a lot of opinions formed and then people take sides in Mm -hmm. that scenario and no one really knows exactly how anything really really went down no one knows that's right so everyday people we're not all on reality television shows no but we all go through a lot of similar events in our life where there's a lot of ups and a lot of downs and a lot of times where people say shit about us and speculate things and gossip and start the rumors the rumors i think we share a lot on social media Mm -hmm. and we put a lot of our personal stories out there mm-hmm. and we talk about our most celebrated moments and we don't often talk about the harder moments, Absolutely. the more difficult times. Absolutely. A lot of times when you have a good supportive network around you or you have people that kind of build you up and make you feel safe and people that you can talk to, you're not going to run to social media and put that out there. You know, but a not, lot of people do. But some, I'm saying the people who need that and don't maybe have that much around them, do because then they can rely on this like public community. If you rather have a network that is really supportive of you, your social media is really only going to be a celebratory space. Most of social media and most of what you see, at least for me, I mostly see positive expressions of what going, is going on. So in what you're lives. saying is you constantly see people's feed with posts that are generally about boasting or celebrating or successful moments in their life. Yeah, it's about their joy, their happiness. Got it, got it, It's about kind of like all of those moments in the day-to-day that were beautiful or special. And I'm going to share that with you because I want to spread my joy, spread my happiness. Right. Now, when you base your full opinion on just that, you don't get a full dynamic picture of what's Mm. really going on in their life. Do I post when I'm having like a difficult time, when I'm struggling, when I'm having a fight with someone, do it when I have a disagreement? That's really interesting you say that because I feel like I used to constantly post myself with a quote, you know, like one step at a time or brick by brick, I will get there. 
I feel like I constantly put myself out there more just because why not? And now I feel like I only put myself out or I only put us out there whenever something's happening rather than just posting a journal photo on my feed because I use stories maybe a bit more. I don't know, but I feel like, yes, there is pressure to constantly post when you look beautiful or when it's a certain celebration, you know? Right. All of our social media is really just can be whatever you want it to be. Mm. But a lot of our opinions and judgments do come from social media because when we're not a public person, we're not a celebrity or we we don't live a public life, all of our opinions of others around us are usually from our experiences with them and our interactions with them, whether that be in person or online. And a lot of it is online. And a lot of the judgment and a lot of the opinions and a lot of the rumors Mm. start from these kind of online opinions or posts, right? It's like someone buys a Mercedes and then posts a photo and then they're like, oh wait, she was struggling two years ago. How the hell did she do that? Right. It's not a full picture of where you can really form an opinion on someone when you really don't know them. Do you think rumors are a form of bullying? I think it can be. Right. Yeah. I think that like everyone in a community talks and communicates and shares information. And there is a, there's a normal level of that where I had this experience with someone and I'm sharing my experience with you right now because I want to talk about what happened because mm. I was a part of that. That's a bit different than, oh, I heard some news. Like I heard someone something from someone who told my brother's cousin's nephew's niece based off of like these ideas of gossip or just shit talking, right? Basically. Or like spilling the tea, yes. right? That we that we often do. I feel like the effects are deep. It's like it really has a deep cutting impact into affecting how we behave, how we are feeling internally, our mental health. How we put ourselves out there again in the next time. Yeah, like even the way that we have relationships with others around us, our relationships with our friends and our family, even our relationships with food. Yeah, it can create self-doubt, right? Yeah, you do have a very huge impact on other people when you are spreading bullshit or you're spreading rumors and maybe you're not spreading it. Maybe you're on the receiving end and it can be just as hurtful as any kind of bullying. Mm. You know, when you're hearing all this information and then you feel like you have to defend yourself and then you have to talk about it and then you have to like relive or explain whatever you've achieved, you know? Correct. So Al Gabers out there who have people that are starting rumors or nastiness or treating you with disrespect, block, 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 cut them off. Boy, bye. Well, that's why I love this concept of yes and i love ariana's new song her new single off her seventh album we love it we're here for it she came through for the guys i love the drop like the beat drop that intro which just sets the mood and it's just like okay okay all right but even Mm -hmm. the music video like how she was inspired by paula abdul like that whole and madonna vogue all of that influence it's that era she's bringing it back i love that music that's actually my music i mean not to age myself but i mean you know in the 80s and 90s i really love this kind of stuff yeah i was coming out of the womb <laughs> but you caught on real quick because you have the same music interest than I do. I do, but that's because maybe I was a dancer, so I True. studied different eras of True. art and dance a lot more. Yeah. Anyway, Ariana, yes and yes and I just want to make that the new mantra. So this song emphasizes the importance of personal autonomy, mm-hmm. autonomy, like ignoring those external judgments or being your own advocate. My favorite line yep. from the song is "Be your own fucking best friend." 
and my tongue is sacred. I speak what I like. Mm-hmm. It just means that like you can really rely on yourself. Like you really need to empower yourself, speak yeah. well about yourself and to yourself. Like their most important voice is the voice that you have towards who you are and how you talk to who you are. At the start of the music video, a lot of people are gossiping and starting rumors and nastiness and they're talking about her, right? And she's basically just shutting it down and saying, yes, and like, how the heck can I help you? Yeah, it's like, like none of your business. Manjo B, Manjo B, Manjo B, Manjo B. I just think that you have such an awesome message in this song. She's obviously made this very personal about her experiences. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people have talked about the way that she looks and the way that she lives and the way that she dates and how, you know, she should be behaving. And it happens a lot to everyone, but I think that like very specifically around her, she is such a role model to Mm -hmm. so many queer youth and so many LGBTQ plus people that her messaging and her message for the world is so important and it hits us a lot stronger. Yeah. So what are your favorite lyrics? In the song, your energy is yours and mine is mine. I'm like, girl, absolutely. Like your energy is yours and mine is mine. Like don't try and take my energy away by dimming my light because you have judgment or hate or you've heard something about me. Like I'm going to protect my energy. I'm going to protect my peace. I'm going to protect my space. And that's yours. You stay over there. And this is mine over here. Yes. And yeah, it's about rejecting other people's opinions. Absolutely. Unsolicited opinions, right? Unsolicited opinions. Like I didn't ask for your nastiness. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. And especially when it regards your, personal life and your personal decisions, your relationships, like what is going on in your world. Like if you're going to someone and you're saying, Hey, I would love your opinion about this. Correct. Please tell me. Correct. Then yes. Okay. Then you, you say whatever you want to say and you can listen and hear that, whatever. But if you are just living your life and you're doing things that are driven by your own needs and wants. And Correct. You're following your gut. You're trusting your intuition. Yeah. Then like do it. Literally. You could just be your own fucking best friend and speak what you like. Absolutely. And it's no one's business to put any shame or regret on you and project their own insecurity. Overall, this song is an anthem to start off 2024 because it came out at a really good time. It's a good way for everyone to recognize that they were going through something or being aware of people's own life journeys, like you said, in their own path. And that everyone has their own healing and their own timeline. And to also give space to people and not expect so much. It's really relevant to not only when you are an adolescent and you're kind of coming into who you are. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's speaking so well to Gen Z and to Alpha and to the millennials that already love her. But it's really... Oh, she really is, hey. She's speaking to three generations and that's how important her work is. She's just coming out with some songs and some beats and some tracks, but her messaging is going to three different generations. But I think her messaging... That's huge. Yeah, her messaging is going broad. And then she's also trying to bring back the millennial generation. Like that old school vibe. Old school vibe. Hey, I'm going to include you in this because this is for everyone. Correct. And we're all really helping define what the future of this world looks like. Absolutely. So I think that when you are becoming who you are and you're discovering your own personality and your own voice, Mm -hmm. 
there is so much importance in claiming that ownership. And it's literally just saying, yes, and what? Yes, and what? Can I help you? And, yeah, like, and? And? And it's not about being a combative or I don't need to hear your feedback. It's more of like, when I hold something so true to me, and when my experience is so authentic, which she also, she talks, also about, talks about being authentic, yes, there is only one response and it's yes. And, and it's also her tone. It's like, yes. And, <laughs> you know, it's like so soft and I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's not like, yes. And like, she doesn't have to give it that same she doesn't need to level yell. of like huge, like, so energy. her tone is also so strong in that I give no shits. Hey, this is my authentic, this is my yes. Spoken and. voice. And, and this is my soft. spoken tone and it's soft it's like, yes, and this and. is how I say it. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to fight you on it. Nope. I just am. I'm just am. When someone says something to me, I'm going to be like, yes. And well, speaking of soft voices, oh, you know what time it is. I know what time it is. It's time for Only Whispers. I love this bit every time I say it. <laughs> Let's crack open the questions. Yeah, so we opened up some questions on our Twitter, but we're going to be moving over the requests onto Instagram and onto threads. And if you have any questions you'd like us to answer, please do not hesitate. Or if you have any rumors or messages, <laughs> definitely send it through. Slide on in. And you can also email us at hello at moderngaze.co. All right. All right, so shoot. We got Alex here. Okay. Alex asks... I've got a first date coming up and I am a bit awkward. Mm. What are some of the best questions I can ask to really get to know them and spark a meaningful conversation? That's really interesting. I would say questions about interests, what other person likes, what lights them up, what brings them fire and passion every day to make them happy. Yeah. Um, getting to know a little bit about their family, you know, especially within the LGBTQ community, a lot of people have a chosen family. They may not speak to their existing family. So it'd be good to understand and get a bit of a high level foundation conversation on their family dynamic yeah, as don't well. Make too many assumptions. Correct. Right. So I think like get to know the person on like a fun level rather than talking about work and money and finances and, you know, all the heavier stuff. Right. I think it's about really seeing if you can form an authentic connection and it's about sharing your hobbies. Mm. So some of the questions can be led with sharing something about you first, right? Cause you don't know how they're going to be either. Right. So I think that if you were able to share a interest or a joy or very something specific within your life that you really love to do yep. and then follow that up with, have you ever tried to do that or keep it you, an open-ended question? Yeah. It can be a mix of things that you authentically like to do Correct. as well as even some things that you want to do more of and keeping your identity, right? Don't fall just to agree with the other person and say, Oh yeah, I like that too. When you actually don't like it yeah. because then you're going to end up doing those things and then you basically lied to the other person. Yeah. It's about checking the vibe, seeing if there is that initial spark or kind of listening to the other person. Cause maybe your questions can actually come from their expression and their storytelling. It doesn't have to be like, you're going to go in with 15 prepared questions no. and we're going to go down this list and like, you want it to be organic, organic. and keep flow. the vibe going. Yes. Yeah. Even just start by asking, how was the day? What happened? How are you feeling? And then that can lead to an organic conversation from yeah. there. Well, good luck, Alex, on your date. Yes. All right. So next we got Sam. Sam. Sam is married. So Sam says, my husband, 
My husband. My husband. Yeah, the husband. What I are we going to say about the husband? The rumors about <laughs> Sam's husband. Well, what is he nasty? So they've been married for 15 years. Amen, and Sam. Sam's husband has expressed interest in changing our roles in the bedroom, <laughs> specifically asking me to bottom for the first time. So in 15 years, Sam has never bought him, specifically asking him to get down and with dirty. no experience before that. So Sam has never bought him before and he wants to. Any advice on how to start this? Hmm. Well, I would say, Sam, first and foremost, get it ready, boy. So here's like a really quick one, two, three approach. One, diet. So just leading up to that day, just eat lots of fiber, eat healthy, drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated and just have fibrous foods. Not a lot of breads and a lot of pasta. Nothing not too a lot heavy. Of creamy and cheesy, right? But just have grains and veggies and lots and lots and lots of fiber, right? Yeah. Number two, get it ready. So you got to douche, clean it. Not too much water because sometimes you put way too much. Don't go all the way up. Don't go up too far. You just have to go get a douche. You know, squish, 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 squish. Clean it out. Do it again. Do it again. And then eventually you're just clean enough. And that also might help you get a little bit more relaxed mm. because you can also massage the area, get it a little bit more accustomed to touch and see Loosen if you can get a, bit. a little bit more aroused in a way while you're preparing to be with your partner. Oh, and part of two is the clock method. So the clock method by Dr. Carlton, who we've had on this show, and you need to listen to that episode where he talks about bottoming 101, where you can slowly and safely start to relax your butthole and get it ready for anal sex. And then you got a clock. And then you got a clock, girl. Not a um, and, clock. Number, and number three <laughs> is communication. Talk about what feels good because you need to focus on your own pleasure. This is something that you're doing for your partner because obviously you haven't done it in 15 years, and but maybe there's a curiosity and there's a way for you to explore yourself and, and it's going to feel good if you take your time. Yes. So talk to your partner, make sure Take that control. they know how you're feeling and how you're going. And they should also be respectful of that. Absolutely. All right. Love it. Get it, Sam. All right. So our final one okay. is Amanda. Amanda has said, I'm about to move in with my girlfriend and we're starting to discuss finances. Mm. I am a saver and she tends to spend all of her money. <laughs> Any tips on how we can manage our finances together, avoid conflict, and ensure that we're not broken up within a week? Oh my gosh, very oh my heavy, gosh. but it doesn't need to be that deep. All right, so I would say we went through something very similar when we moved in together. Yeah. So we joined our finances. We joined immediately, almost. Everything. Everything. And Which is not, not that we suggest this for everyone no, right away, but that's what we it, did. It definitely helped us, and it allowed us to create a budget of what was coming in, what was going out. Um, we still like had a bit of a piggy bank that was left for our own personal spend too at the end of the day um, that we could spend weekly. But it's just about understanding what each of you are spending, not sacrificing any of your day-to-day -day habits or personal spends of like going to the gym or getting your eyebrows did and things like that. So just have a good balance of understanding of what you want to put into a, a joint piggy bank yeah. and also having your own individual at the same time. Yeah. You don't have to become your girlfriend's personal financial manager. No. What you need to do is make sure that you are 
responsible with each other Correct. and you're also holding space for yourself. Yeah. Like joint bank account. Yes. Make sure that all of your joint bills and everything that needs to get paid. Okay. And then that's, th- that's done. That's done. Then you can hold on to your own money. Mm. You earned it. You can spend it. Do, Absolutely. What, do what you want to do, but you have to also allow for your partner to do the same. Correct. doesn't mean that their behavior has to change all of a sudden, mm-hmm. as long as the joint finances and the joint expenditures are taken care of. Correct. You can deal with that later when you maybe want to teach a little bit more of the value of saving and maybe they'll teach you, you got to have some fun girl. So you got to spend some stuff. Absolutely. You know? so it's a, it's a mutual education. Correct. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for writing in guys. And next week we will have even more of only whispers. We're not entertaining any rumors, any nastiness over here. We are blocker, blocker, blocking. Blocker, blocker, blocking. I think it's an important thing is that we live our best lives. We own who we are. We stay authentic and we do everything in our power that we can to really achieve the things that we personally want to achieve. People are going to talk regardless. People are going to spread the rumors, spread the nastiness, spread a lot of hate and also project onto you what they think your life should be. So Always stay true, be your most authentic, vibrant self and block out those rumors and the haters. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of really great, incredible, beautiful moments in your life. And there's going to be also some down and some hard times. And a lot of people are going to have opinions about all of those. And it's going to be your family and it's going to be your friends and it's going to be strangers that have no business sharing any of their opinion about you. But it's important that we really just say yes and, especially when you are living your truth, when you're going after your dreams, and when you are honestly really just doing you. Keep building the vibrant life you want by owning your authentic self. Yes and...